You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. On today's episode, I want to talk to you about the five ways to keep a woman more interested in your conversation. How do you keep a conversation interesting? How do you keep her engaged in your conversation? Well, first, let's talk about why this is important. The whole reason why you want to keep a conversation interesting is twofold. One, you want to be able to build attraction. So conversation is one of the tools that's going to display your personality and behavior. And then that way, you're going to be able to build attraction with your attractive behavior and personality. Now, you also want to be building what's called investment. So what's investment? Investment means that the more time a woman spends with you, the more she's going to want to get a return on her investment. So what does this mean? This means that the more time you're spending with the woman, she's going to want to spend more time with you. It becomes almost exponential. And when you enter sex into the mix, it becomes even more exponential, meaning she even wants to be with you even more. So she becomes invested in you over time, the more time you spend. So if you have a conversation that's going really well, then what happens is you end up being able to lengthen the time that you two spend together. And then she's going to want to spend more time with you in theory. So everything really boils down to having more time with her. Now, here's the thing. This can get really confusing for some because some guys might go the backdoor route. They might go the friend zone route. So that means that they might end up trying to spend a lot of time with the woman and then cross their fingers and hope that that woman wants to be in a relationship with them or sleep with them. But that's not how it works. It's not just about spending time with her. It's about also the context in which the time is spent. So if you're spending a lot of friend time with her, well, then you're going to get deeper and deeper into the friend zone. So you're exponentially going more into a friend type level with her. But if you're spending more time with her in a date type context, meaning you're going on more dates, you are flirting and physically escalating. You guys are on your way to having sex or getting sexually intimate with each other. Then this is the correct context that's going to get you to the point where she's going to fall for you. So the more time you spend in the date context is the more time that is quality and then she's going to want a return on that investment. That's the analogy I like to use. So we're talking about attraction and investment here. Okay, so this is why you want to be able to hold a good conversation, whether it's an approach and you meet her during the day or at a bar or at a grocery store, or maybe you guys are at an event or at a party, or you guys are on a date and you want to hold conversation there. So I want to go over five different ways that you can make the conversation more interesting and how to get her more interested in your conversation. And we're going to talk about all these different ways, which some are going to have to do with maybe meeting a woman for the very first time on, let's say, an approach, or it's going to be on a date. So I'll distinguish which one is which so you understand exactly how to use this. All right, number one. So here's where it comes down to 
when we're talking about attraction. Attraction is an emotional reaction. It's an emotional reaction for her, and it's an emotional reaction for you as well. You can't logic your way into liking someone. But with women, what ends up happening is when they're with you, it's all about the spike of emotions. So I want to give you an analogy here, or I would say less of an analogy, more of a comparison. Let's compare a woman to a man. So when you see a woman, let's say on Instagram, because I know a lot of people swipe there. So if people are on Instagram, like you, and you're seeing a beautiful woman, maybe she's in a bikini or something like that, and her cleavage is hanging out, she's got long hair, whatever color you're interested in, you're going to become attracted to her, right? You're going to become attracted to her. I'm not saying that necessarily you want to date her, but I'm sure you're going to want to sleep with her if you had the chance. So that's a spike in emotions. That's all you really need. Now, a woman, when she sees a man on Instagram, it's not enough. She might say, oh, wow, I would sleep with that guy because maybe she finds a guy on Instagram attractive, but she would need more context. Women need to understand and see your behavior to see if you are an attractive man. It's not just about visual cues for a woman because according to David Buss in The Evolution of Desire, he talks about the fact that women need to see the cues that suggest a man might have resources to help her survive. So visually, it's not enough. She needs to see confident, charismatic behavior. So therefore, women need more time, right? They need more time around you. And we're talking about the idea of spiking emotions. So in the time spent with the woman, if she is bored, then she's not going to find you attractive because a man needs to be someone who is spiking her interest. So let's kind of sum this up here. I know I'm throwing a lot at you right now and and hopefully you're taking some notes. So when a woman is with a man, she needs to sense his personality, his behavior, and look for those masculine qualities. So she needs to look for the masculine qualities that make her attracted, such as being a social leader, charismatic, confidence, all that. And so those things are going to help with building attraction. But you better believe that also if she's bored, if she doesn't have any spike of emotion with you, if you're sitting there talking about a bunch of, I don't know, boring topics, you're not going to be seen as a guy who really knows how to be very charismatic. So I would say that this is related to charisma. Being able to read a room, read her, and understand how someone is feeling in a conversation. And so if she's bored and you're just being nice guy, boring talker, nothing is going to happen. So you need to be spiking emotions. So there's different ways to spike emotions. In fact, the next four ways or tips I'm going to give you here are ways to spike emotions. But a real great way to do this is by saying something polarizing. This is a great way to spike emotion because when someone says something polarizing, what's going to happen is they're going to all of a sudden start paying attention. 
because polarizing things are something that is, well, it's polarizing, right? It's like, wait a minute, hold on. That was a pretty intense thing to say. So for example, like Trump, very polarizing individual, says very intense things, kind of kind of sticks to one side on a lot of issues. So it's very polarizing, right? Like polar meaning on one end or the other, okay? So if you're saying something polarizing, you're going to get her attention. So an example of this, if she says something about, I don't know, what she does for a hobby, what she enjoys, something like that, and you say, oh man, that that's that's the worst. I, I absolutely despise doing that. So she's, maybe she says, you know, I really like puzzles. You go, oh man, puzzles, that's so boring. Now, if you do this, but it, but I got to be very clear here, if you do this with a smile, you'll get away with it more, okay? So if you're being serious about it, you don't have a smile on your face, you're just going to offend her. So while you're saying your polarizing statements, you want to make sure that you have a smile on so that she doesn't get too offended. Like, oh man, how could you like puzzling? Oh, it's so boring. Come on. Or you can go the opposite, but you have to be honest. I don't want you to be lying. So if she says, oh, I really like puzzling, you go, wait, puzzling. Puzzling is like the best thing ever. I love doing that. Now it's more polarizing if you say something that's going to be against her in a sense, that's saying something on the opposite end of her because that is just the way that you really get someone's attention. It's always going to be something more intense when it's, the anti of what they like or what they do. I actually give a lot of examples of this in my infield breakdown program. You can see me be polarizing. You can even see me do it live. So there's actual infield footage. I'll put a link for that in the show notes if you ever want to check that out. And so the polarizing topics, that can be anything. Okay, so even if it's something that you agree with or don't agree with, that's always going to be very helpful. So just be thinking about in conversation ways to make things polarizing. However, gentlemen, please be careful with this. Do not be using this all the time. If you do it too much, it's going to lose its value and allure. It's just not going to work for you as much. You're going to be way too intense. So you want to sprinkle this in. Also, really good way to spike emotions and help with boredom is by saying things that make you a challenge to her. This is a great way to spike emotions. So what you can do is you can say to her, you know, I really like girls who know how to knit. I don't know. I just made that up on the spot. I like women who like to watch scary movies. You know, I really like women who, and then fill in the blank with whatever you're looking for. This is going to spike emotions because if she is or is not that person, well, either way, it's going to be kind of polarizing. Usually, right? Of course, not every single time. Maybe she doesn't have much of an opinion on something. But if you say that you like girls who fill in the blank, what ends up happening is you're basically telling her you're not going to be with any girl. You're not going to be with any girl. You are only going to be with the ones that you are interested in. So you're going to mention those things. Okay? Spike emotions. 
All right, I think we kind of beat that one to a pulp there. So again, number one is about spiking emotions and making sure that you're not having a boring conversation. Don't worry, I got more that is going to fall under that category, so to speak. But number two, switch topics frequently. Now, that might sound like that's an example of something like, oh, okay, yeah, okay, so we should switch topics because it gets boring if you're on one topic. Not necessarily. I mean, it could, but that's not the reason why I'm saying it. The reason why I'm telling you to switch topics sort of frequently is because, let's say you're approaching a woman and you guys are talking and you're spending a whole like three, four minutes on one topic. You know what ends up happening? That ends up being the whole connection. The connection between you two is just about that one topic. In fact, I might even say there's a lack of connection there. See, that's the problem. The problem is, is that if you only stick to one topic or two topics in a conversation, she and probably you are just going to remember, oh yeah, I met a guy this one place and we were at the bar, we were at the, at the mall and we, yeah, I talked to him about dogs and that was it. So it doesn't create a strong connection about you two. I don't want you to go over to a woman and just have a conversation about one topic because maybe that's why you were there. But that's not why I want you to be there. The reason why you're there to talk to her, whether it's on an approach or on a date, is to connect with her, not to connect on one topic. I'll say that again. The point of a conversation is to connect with her, not to just connect on one topic. So one thing you want to do is switch topics semi-frequently. You don't have to be ADD about it. It doesn't have to go boom, 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 like every 30 seconds is a new topic. But if you're feeling that it's getting stale, switch topics. Just go to something else. And here's the good news. This is what a lot of guys don't realize. Here's a little secret. It took me a long time to learn this one, okay? So listen up. Conversation does not have to be as logical as you think it needs to be. A lot of guys, myself included back in the day, really think that conversation has to be super logical, A, B, C, D, E. Okay, first we talk about this, then to this, then to this, then to this. You can interrupt the conversation anytime you want and start a new topic. It does not matter. It does not matter. You can bounce around to anything you want and say anything you want and bring up any emotion that you want. It does not have to be super perfect in the sense where it's leading exactly in one topic to the next topic to the next topic. It doesn't have to be that way. So you can switch topics. So I'm saying this to you because if you're finding yourself in a conversation where you're, you know, two minutes on dogs or I don't know, literally anything, and you're like, okay, you know, I listened to the episode. Trip talked about switching topics because we're not really connecting here. We're just talking about dogs. Just switch topics. Go for it. So imagine you guys are talking about dogs and she's like, oh yeah, I have this dog, this dog. And you know, maybe, maybe you approached her when she had a dog. So you're just talking about her dog and your dog. You can just switch topics hard. Just go boom. Hey, real quick. Have you seen the new Jordan Peele movie? See, just like that. I just switched topics on you real quick. It doesn't matter. She's not going to go, wait a minute. We were talking about dogs. Let's finish that conversation first. Okay. Right? No, she's not. 
because that's what conversation can be. It can be like things that just come to your head and you say things. Hey, real quick, have you seen the new Jordan Peele movie? Nope. Oh my gosh, that, that movie was crazy. I saw it in the theaters and da 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 da. Okay, so really pay attention to how the conversation is going. Pay attention to if you're getting bored in the conversation and you feel like you're not connecting with her enough, switch topics. I think that we can now lead into what I call chick crack because you might want to use this in order to continue conversation. So number three, you can use chick crack. I have a whole free video on this. You can check that out at tripadvice.com slash chick dash crack. I'll put that in the show notes. I know I have a lot of things for you guys to go and check out. So I do have a whole thing, a list of things in the the show notes that you can go and and click on and learn more about. Like I said, infield breakdown, now chick crack. Chick crack is free though. And it's going to help you a lot. It's also going to get you on my email list where I email multiple times per week and give you more tips. So chick crack are conversation topics that women love. And I'm going to give you one right now that you may have heard me talk about here. And if you're not using this, I kid you not, I still for fun use it to this day. Just for fun, just to see, just to continue to prove to myself how well it works. And I don't think I've ever failed. I'm at 100% success rate. And what I mean by success rate is, I mean, when I bring up this topic, it always gets a reaction. It gets conversation flowing. Every woman has some sort of opinion or thought on it. I mean, it's just crazy. So I know I've built this up too much. The topic is astrology. Astrology. It is absolutely mind-blowing how many women believe in astrology. How many women have opinions on astrology. How many women know their sign, know exactly what it means, and probably know your sign and what it means. So women are really into this. So if you bring it up, most likely it's going to spark conversation. But remember... Let's use all these tips and connect them together. What did I say on the last tip? You want to make sure that you're switching topics frequently. So don't stick on astrology for 10 minutes. But if you find yourself in a place where things are getting a little boring, conversations at a lull, just bring up astrology. Say, hey, real quick, what's your sign? Or an even better way, you can say, you know what? Let me guess something real quick. I bet you you're a Gemini. I bet you you're an Aries, a Capricorn, whatever. And by the way, if any of you don't even know what I'm talking about, you're like astrology, Capricorn, Gemini, what words are you saying right now? Uh, Most people I know will know this, but if you don't, just look it up. Just look up astrological signs. And you don't have to do much research on this, by the way. In fact, you can literally just, you know, look at a couple things, spend 30 seconds learning about it, then bring it up in conversation and have them teach you. You can say, yeah, I just heard about this stuff. Like, what does this stuff all mean? And she'll be like, oh, well, it means da-da-da-da-da, and she'll she'll start going into it. And then there's going to be a very select few, which, again, I have I don't even know if I've really even found many women. I can maybe even count on my hand. Like two times I brought this up to a female, and she said she doesn't believe in it. And I could be even wrong there. I like I think that happened a couple times, maybe even not. But if it does happen, it's going to be polarizing because most women do know about it, think about it, believe in it, talk about it. So you can say, wait a minute, hold on. You must be one of the one females that doesn't know their sign or knows about this or knows about or believes in it, 
right? You can say that to her and that's going to be polarizing in itself. She'll probably agree with you. She'll be like, I know it's, it's so lame. I don't know why all these people believe in it or whatever. So astrology, great topic to keep a woman more interested in your conversation. Gentlemen, use this. It's freaking awesome. Okay. All right. That's number three. Let's go to number four. Another way to keep a woman more interested in your conversation. This is only going to be for approach. So this is not something you necessarily want to do in a date. And it's a little game playing, I will admit. It is a little bit of a game playing, but it just works. And don't worry, it's not going to hurt anyone's feelings. Okay. So this tip is about just a few times, just a few times in the conversation. I want your body language to act like you don't care. Just a couple times, maybe even for a couple split seconds. I know that seems very interesting. That's like the opposite to what I say a lot. Like, no, you want to give good eye contact. You want to be facing her in conversation. I know, I know. But just once in a while, just look around for a second. Just for a split second, act like you're bored. Check your watch, check your phone. Just for like a couple of seconds. This is going to pull back a little bit. This is part of what's called push-pull. Push-pull is a very popular flirting mechanism. Metaphorically, this means push, metaphorically pushing her away, metaphorically pulling her towards you, aka showing interest and disinterest almost simultaneously. So how would that work here? Well, imagine you're talking to her, you're bringing up conversation, you're giving giving her good eye contact, talking, 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 and then boom, just for a second, you kind of look at your phone or when she's talking, you kind of look past her for a second. How is this going to make her more interested in your conversation? Well, you're not going to be overwhelmingly showing her interest. It's like you're going to take it back a little bit and this is going to allow her to chase. Now, again, you don't want to be doing this on a date. On a date, that's just going to look rude. It's like you're on a date. You should be paying attention to someone. You shouldn't really be looking at the phone. I think it's very risky. I think it could still work on a date, but you just really risk her being like, uh, he's looking at his phone. He's not even paying attention to me. Like we're on a date here. So I don't know if I would take that risk on a date in a conversation, like an approach, like at a party or at a bar or wherever. Absolutely. You have nothing really to lose. I don't say sit there and stare at your phone for a minute. Just like take out your phone, look at it for a second, put it back, come back to the conversation as if you're not only so invested in the conversation with her. Because if you're showing way too much interest, then it might actually come off unattractive. I know, I know. That sounds so counterintuitive because you and I both know that if a woman was showing all this interest in you, that you would love it. But if she ever shows a little bit of disinterest and takes it back a little bit, you better believe you're chasing more. Happens all the time. Even happens in relationships. I got a buddy of mine who's in a relationship been going for about three, four months, super strong. They went on vacation. They came back from vacation. Again, this is a three to four month relationship, so it's new. And she hasn't been as affectionate and showing as much interest. So she kind of pulled back a little bit. And that just made him totally more into her. He's like, what's going on? What's going on? I can't believe this. She was showing me all this attention and now she's like not very responsive to text messages anymore. 
again, I think he's being a little sensitive, but that's also my point is that once you take it back a little bit, the other person chases. Now this can be used for evil. I'm not suggesting that you do this to manipulate or, or, you know, make a woman completely lose her mind by giving her so much interest and taking it away. Like in a relationship, that's just not really a cool thing to do, but in minuscule little baby forms like this in an approach, totally fine. And it can work well. Okay. Let's go to number five. Number five. I want you to have two questions ready to go at all times. Two questions. So I lined you up with having some chick crack. Okay, so this can be in replacement. It can be in addition, whatever you want. So I lined you up with some chick crack, meaning you have some things to say to her if things go into a lull. But I also want you to have a couple of questions ready to go at all times. And it can be really anything you want. It can be, I mean, I'd prefer it for you to be somewhat interesting. So I, I personally love this question. I take it from the 36 questions. There was a study done at Stony Brook University back in, I think it was the 80s and or there's early 90s, somewhere around there. And they had 36 questions that are meant to help two people to answer and ask each other and talking about just personal things that help two people connect. And it showed in that study, actually, that people felt more connected to someone else after they asked and answered these questions to each other. One of the questions was, what would constitute a perfect day for you? I personally love that question because I love to answer it. I think it's fun to just talk about your perfect day. Just like, okay, you wake up and what's the first thing you want to do? What's the first thing you want to eat? What are your activities for the day or no activities? Or what do you spend your time doing at night? Like what's the absolute, if you could craft the exact perfect day, what does that look like to you? So that could be an example of a question that you have ready to go. You can use this on a date. In fact, I think it's really, really good for a date, but you can also use it for an approach to party, wherever. So I want you to be ready to go with an interesting question. You can look up 36 questions on your search engine, just search it and you can get some questions there or you can come up with your own or just type into a search engine, like interesting questions to ask, whatever. I just want you to have it as part of your arsenal. I want it in your toolbox so that there becomes a time when the conversation comes to a lull or you're like, ah, oh, shoot, I can't continue conversation. I don't know what to say. Oh, let's ask one of the questions. Boom. And then you ask one of those questions. So I want that to be something that you have lined up and ready to go. Okay. That's going to help you out. Makes conversation interesting, helps to continue it. So let's review really quickly. We are going to spike emotions because boredom is the killer of attraction. We are going to switch topics frequently so you can not get stuck on a topic that doesn't help you to connect. You are going to just a few times act like you don't care about the conversation. You're going to kind of take it back a little bit. You're going to use chick crack like astrology, for example, to have topics of conversation that she loves. And you're going to have two questions ready to go at all times. Ones that you enjoy answering as well. So if she asks you back, you can be able to answer it. But something that you can ask that just keeps the conversation going. 
do all these five things, or at least a few of them, and you'll be able to keep a woman more interested in your conversation. So the next step for you is I want you to go get Chick Crack, tripadvice.com slash chick dash crack. It's free. I want you to start learning that. I want you to at least use one of these so that you can start practicing it in your conversations, whether it be on dates at the appropriate times. Like I said, not all these are used for dates, uh, but also for meeting women in person. And then you're going to be able to have conversations that last longer, that therefore will make her more interested in you because the more time she spends with you, the more time that she can become attracted. Remember, men are like a light switch. Women are like a dial. We get turned on faster than women. We get to know if a woman is attractive very quickly. For a woman, she thinks she's attracted to him. Maybe she sees him. Oh, yeah, he's really cute. But he could really do something to completely ruin it. For a guy, let's be honest. If a woman's super attractive, like physically attractive, but she doesn't have the personality there, you probably still want to sleep with her. I'm not saying this because you're shallow or I'm shallow. Just how it works. For men, we have more visual cues that tell us if a woman is attractive because we want to know that she is someone who is healthy. So showing signs of health and signs of estrogen, that's why you're attracted usually to a larger butt or breasts. All those signs make you more attracted to her. So remember that, okay? Very important. And again, if you are interested to see some of this live, like, how, like what does this look like? Like actually watch a video with most, if not all of these tips here. You can see that in my program called Infield Breakdown, which is now upgraded and ready for you to see. I've recorded my approaches when I was in New York. I have daytime approaches, nighttime approaches. I have whole videos of me approaching women while they're walking, groups of women. So you can see how it's done and all the difficult ways to do it. You actually see live, real demonstrations, not models or actresses. I did not hire any of these women. This is all 100% real. And you'll see it with clear footage, HD, as well as very clear sound. Can't get any better than that. So check that out. Link in the show notes and you can learn how to do it, see all this in play, and then you can copy it and use it. So when you're going out to meet women, it becomes easier for you. And then you can practice it more and you can get to the point where you're doing it to meet more women. And then being having be able to have the kinds of relationships that you're looking for. So hope that helps today. Just loaded you on with a bunch of tips and things to do. I want you to take this and use it. It's not going to mean anything if you don't. Hopefully it took some notes. So go ahead, try it, use it. Hope it helps. And I'll talk to you on the next episode. <laughs>